welcome to season two of Animation and Beyond. We're excited to be back. So yeah, so we have a few new things to share about the podcast. For one, we have a Patreon page now. If you like what we do and you're feeling at all generous, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash animation and beyond and consider donating to us. Anything you give will be a huge help for us just to keep producing content into the future. We also have some cool new audio equipment, so we are testing that out. Forgive us for any kinks in the process as we try to figure out how to use it. So what are we going to be talking about on this episode, Ezra? We're going to talk about what we did over the summer. That's right. But before we get started into that, I thought that we could start off with a new segment, which we're calling On This Birthday. fun thing to know about you, Ezra, is that you have exceptional recall of dates. Yeah. What's something that you like to do with people that you meet? Ask them when their birthday is. Yeah. And why is that? Because I know a lot of different things, including movies that were made or came out on their birthday. Exactly. So we thought we what would be fun to do is to take celebrities' birthdays. I would tell you those birthdays, and then you would tell me what came out on those days. Yeah, yeah. So... For this very first segment ever of On This Birthday, we are going to be doing the birthday of Tom Hanks, the beloved actor from Toy Story, Forrest Gump, Forrest Big, Gump. all sorts of movies. So Tom Hanks was born on July 9th, 1956. So Ezra, can you tell us if anything came out on July 9th? Yes. July 9th, 1982 was Disney's Tron. Also July 9th of 2003 was... Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, and 2010, Despicable Me. Really? So both of those movies came out on July 9th? All three, actually. All three. Nice. Very cool. I think it's a good way to segue into talking about what we did over the summer. So, Ezra, tell us a little bit about what you did over the summer. I went to a Jewish camp as my final year going there for the summer called Camper Mob, which is in Ojai, mm -hmm. a small town in Ventura County. I did a lot of work and responsibility stuff, but I did a lot of fun stuff, too. Tell us about the fun stuff. Like activities like in the evening or in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Also, I went to other places, too, this summer. Like, I went to Disneyland with my brother Noah. I saw some exciting movies like Secret Life of Pets 2, Toy Story 4, mm -hmm. The New Lion King, Dora and the Lost City of Gold, and the Angry Birds movie too. Before we go any further, tell us a little bit about uh, Disneyland. Did you Were you able to go to uh, Galaxy's Edge? No, because you needed a re reservation in, until June 23rd when you can go without a reservation. Because it was very new. Yeah. But, however, I did go to something very exciting I've never gone to before. What's that? The D23 Expo. Nice. Tell us what that is for people who might not know. It's part of the D23, the official Disney fan club, and it happens once every two years. Mm -hmm. It's a convention. It's like the San Diego Comic-Con, but it's all Disney. I see. Okay. And what kind of things did you see there? Like showcases of different Disney brands and things and 
for upcoming movies and things like that and upcoming attractions coming to Disney parks and whatnot. A lot of different things. And one of them, which was really cool, was a 30th anniversary presentation of The Little Mermaid. Oh, nice. I learned a lot about how they made The Little Mermaid, the animated Disney classic. Can you share a little bit about some of the things you learned? That for Samuel E. Wright, the voice of Sebastian, who's an American actor, it was kind of hard for him to do the voice speak in a Jamaican accent for the crab character in the film. Interesting. I also saw speaking up there was Jodie Benson, who happened to be the voice of Ariel. Oh, nice. And I've never seen her in person before, and she was speaking in the presentation about how she voiced the main character in Disney's animated classic. Mm-hmm. And it also saw the early presentation reel from 1988, mm-hmm. showing some early sketches of the characters and designs for different scenes from the film. That's really fun. And from and it had like an early version of the Under the Sea song. Was the early version any different from the song that we know? It was different because it was just like a demo version. I did find it a little creepy and also <laughs> the way that it, the storyboards, because it was like animation work in progress version, different from what we all know it really is today. Uh huh. And he also announced details about the new Little Mermaid live musical special mm-hmm. premiering on ABC in November. Uh huh. Ali Cravalho, who's the star of Moana that came out a few years ago, was playing Ariel in the film. Oh, that's really cool. And it's being released ahead of Disney's live action remake of The Little Mermaid they're already making. Uh huh. And who's starring as Little Mermaid in the live action remake? Young actress Halle Bailey. That's cool. I think Aquafina will play Scuttle. I heard Harry Styles for some reason turned down the role as Prince of Prince Eric. Mm. I did hear Melissa McCarthy is in talks to play Ursula. Oh, okay. Nice. Did the original cast have any fun stories about working on the original? Yeah, like Ariel talked about how it was fun for her to bring Ariel to life. Uh Uh-huh. And who wasn't able to make it to the D23, but there was a video with her was the original voice of Ursula, Pat Carroll. Oh, nice. And what did she share? About how... She became the voice of Ursula in The Little Mermaid. Uh-huh. How she did the the iconic villain song, Poor Unfortunate Souls. Uh-huh. And it was great. And other things aside the D23 besides The Little Mermaid thing, it, there's also Pixar had a booth revealing details about their next movie called Onward. Mm-hmm. Starring Tom Holland and Chris Pratt and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. And then about a new film, which will be released in summer next year, called... Soul, directed by Pete Docter, and from what I know, it looks a little bit like Inside Out. Okay. It's Jamie Foxx is going to start in it, and he's voicing Pixar's first African-American lead character. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. Also, at one of the cool things they had there at the D23 was a booth for Disney on Broadway, and it was a virtual reality experience having excerpts from Disney Broadway musicals Frozen, Aladdin, and The Lion King. Mm. Let It Go, Friend Like Me, and Circle of Life. Mm-hmm. And it was, you were experiencing the songs, but with virtual reality, putting on the headsets. It's been really exciting. Yeah. Disney Plus also had some stuff about Fox, because the Simpsons, because they're part of Fox, are coming right. moving to Disney Plus. Also for High School Musical, the musical, the series, <laughs> a reboot. Of the High School Musical franchise. I do appreciate the name of the musical, that they're poking fun at all the different iterations of the, of that series. Yeah, I know, and it's a revival of the High School Musical series. What were some of the coolest things that you saw at D23, in your oh, opinion? lots. Like, one of the coolest was a presentation about the Disney archives, and another one was a presentation about voices of Mickey, Donald, and I saw Bill Farmer up there. 
current voice of Goofy. Nice. And he really sounded like Goofy. <laughs> did he, did he like normal, like his Gorge, normal voice? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. There was also Jim Cummings, recurring Disney voice. What kind of, can you tell He's test? the current voice of Pooh, as well as Tigger. Uh-huh. And Pegleg Pete, Mickey's enemy. Caught from the Jungle Book, the Cheshire Cat. He voiced a lot of the characters originally voiced by Sterling Holloway. Mm-hmm. Did you meet any of these, uh, these voice actors or celebrities? I just watched them, though. Uh-huh. Okay. But it was exciting to see them up on stage. Another presentation I went to was about the making of Tarzan in honor of its 20th anniversary. Nice. And up speaking on stage was famous actor and stand-up comedian Wayne Knight, the voice of Tantor the elephant from the movie. That's cool. It sounds like it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Some of the things I did at Camper Ma was I did hospitality for the guests. Yeah. I also read to little kids and a little daycare kind of a kind of place called the gone, which is a Hebrew word. Yeah. And remind listeners who might not know, this is an activity that you usually do where you go to to schools and you'll read to groups of kids. That's what I do a lot during the week. Yeah. So you're doing that at Camp Ramah. Yeah, it's one of the things I would do. Some of the things I did was I delivered mail to the bunks or cabins. I also helped with the lost and found, delivered foods and drinks for the staff. Mm -hmm. So I had a variety of jobs at camp, not just one. Nice. But some fun things I did this summer, like things I did at camp, were fun, exciting activities. I Some of the times I went out of camp, I did both sessions I was there. I went kayaking in Santa Barbara, and I've never kayaked before, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, how was that experience? It was great. I think... The best thing I liked about the kayaking there, uh-huh. I think I liked all of it, but I think I liked especially was seeing harbor seals. So you got to see them up close? Yeah. How, how close? Like up on the decks or in the water. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah. I also know that this summer I really loved the fourth Toy Story movie and I thought it was a lot of fun. Nice. It was a good emotional yet funny entry of the popular franchise. Did it live up to your expectations for, for a Toy yes, Story film? And- well, yes and no. It depends. How I, so? In what ways did it did it not live up to your expectations? I'm not sure, though, but it was good and I liked it. OK. I like Secret Life of Pets, too. I really thought it was funny and clever. That it was really funny, too. And then the Lion King remake, I loved it and I knew it was all basically the same as the original. It was just all reimagined scenes and a lot of the lines memorable lines from the original were edited and changed Hmm. with some different alternate words that would mean the same thing. And some of the songs were changed too. Also, it was interesting to see how all the animals that looked real were all digitally photorealistic and were all computerized. Did you have any trouble with that? Did you feel like it was weird to see that? It was unbelievable. How so? Unbelievable to see the animated classic that we all love and it was like something we've never seen before. More realistic version of it. Gotcha. I also remember it was interesting how there was a darker and more abridged version of Be Prepared, Scar's song. Also, I thought Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen were really funny as Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. How was the, in general, how did you think the voice acting with the... Great. And a lot of really funny voices, too. I thought Keegan-Michael Key was really funny voicing one of the hyenas. Right. Yeah, I remember I thought John Oliver was really funny as Zazu. Nice. I thought Beyonce was good for Nala. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It was great. Well, some some of the movies that I saw, let's see, what did I see this Spider Man Far From Home? Uh no, actually. I haven't seen that one yet, but I watched Godzilla, the new Godzilla movie. 
it was pretty good. I mean, you can't go wrong with giant monsters battling it out. It was, it was a fun popcorn flick. Yeah. Tell us the other movies you saw. Did you see any of, did you see Toy Story or Lion King? No, I haven't actually. But a movie I did see was Avengers Endgame. The finale for the first round of Marvel films. It was good. It was fun action. It was nice to see the, all of these characters come together for one last movie. And and it growth became the highest grossing release of this year. That's true. It's pretty incredible how much money it made. And one other film I saw this summer was John Wick 3. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that franchise. Keanu Reeves seems to have had a renaissance, really. He was in Toy Story 4. Kaboom. Yeah, he has the John Wick franchise. And some of the most recent news is that there is a upcoming sequel to the Matrix franchise that I think is coming out in 2021, I want to say. He's going to come back as Neo, which is interesting. Spoiler alerts for people who haven't seen the Matrix, but... At the end of the trilogy, Neo dies. So it'll be interesting to see how they work around that and bring his character back. But that'll be fun. So what are some other films that you saw? Oh, Dora and the Lost City of Gold, the Dora the Explorer movie. I thought it was interesting that they made a, something of the Dora the Explorer franchise that, unlike the show I remember, which is which I watched a lot when I was younger, which was a show targeted for younger kids, right. at this movie was targeted for older kids. And so the movie, in some sense, grew up with the kids that may have been yeah. original viewers of the show. Yeah, and it was about teenage Dora years later. Interesting. Uh, yeah, and... It was very interesting and funny, too, and fun and clever. Mm -hmm. Now I know another film that you got to see this summer, one that you were really excited about, was... The Angry Birds movie, too, based on the second feature film based on the popular video game franchise Angry Birds. Uh It, It came out in conjunction with the original Angry Birds game that came out a decade ago. Nice. And it was about the birds and pigs who are enemies and they team up together to save their islands from an ice. There's a third island called Eagle Island where an evil purple eagle named Zeta plots on destroying their islands and because she thinks her ice place is all is just a lousy wasteland and that's why she wants to get her revenge. How, and, uh, go ahead. What are you asking? Well, I was just going to ask what your if you liked the film, what did you like about it? I loved it. it. I thought it was colorful and it was really funny and high tech. It was also yet another sequel that I that I know went beyond the worlds of the first movie. And also I thought was weirder and more absurd and more surprising and entertaining than its predecessor. So you think it uh, it improved on the original film? Yeah, it also went beyond the world, and I thought it was kind of weird and a little absurd and a little surprising compared to its predecessor. How was it? Explain when when you say it was more like it had a lot more surprises and unexpected things and a bit more action than the first movie. I see. I see. More high tech because it had digital age technology in it and gadgets and stuff. Okay. And also some of the birds and pigs in the movies had smartphones. <laughs> That's funny. Also, there was a beautiful like short before the movie called Hair Love. Nice. What was the, the short about? A little girl who has big, thick, curly hair and she has problems like styling it and her, she, her father is trying to help style it. But then she watches videos from her tablet from her mom mm-hmm. of how to style her hair. That sounds cute. Yeah, and I thought it had good storytelling and good emotion the way of a lot of Pixar and Disney shorts have. Cool. Something else I did this summer that was fun, I went on a trip to Japan. Great. And I got to visit a lot of cool places. I went to Tokyo, 
We also went out more to the countryside, saw a lot of cool things. What was fun to see, things like Nintendo and Pokemon are from Japan. So walking around, you would see these images from famous video games. You would see Mario and Pikachu. And so that was a lot of fun to, to spot. And also tech companies like Samsung, Sony, LG are from Japan. That's true. So I know, Ezra, that you went on a fun trip as well. So tell us about that. I went to Portland and I had fun doing stuff so with my family and friends. Because you, you have family from Portland. Right? Yes, yes. My parents grew up there. Oh, nice. Also, I did at when I went to OMSI, Oregon Museum of Science and Industry, uh-huh. a science museum in Portland. I went to an exhibition it was it's called the science behind pixar what kind of things were there at the exhibit interactive features for you to learn about how pixar created all their movies Mm -hmm. like how they use different techniques for toy story for finding nemo the incredibles inside out monsters incorporated wally up brave cars all of them nice what were some cool uh facts that you learned about these movies like lighting colors for the water underwater scenes in Finding Nemo, mm-hmm. or simulation for hair and Brave, mm-hmm. or a lot of good techniques. I'm saying they used in all their films. Nice. Did you have a good summer? Yeah, I did. I say I'd had a good summer too, and but I'm excited to get back together again, Ezra, after a long three months and work on this second season with you. We have a lot of exciting things we hope to do this season. So I know that we're playing on doing a big multi-episode series on Sesame Street, which is it's their 50th anniversary this year. Yeah. So look out for that. We're also arranging to bring on some special guests to interview and talk about working in the movie industry and things like that. And also just special guests to talk about the things that we love to talk about. I know. I know. One idea of something that's on my list to talk about is Blue's Clues because of the new Blue's Clues show coming out. Yeah, so we have a lot of ideas like Blue's Clues, VeggieTales, I think is coming out with a new show. Yeah, yeah, a new revival. Yeah, so we have a lot of ideas for what we want to talk about this season. So stay tuned and we'll have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Great. Yeah, so we both had great summers. We hope you all had great summers as well and that you're happy to join us again for another season of Animation and Beyond. We have a lot of exciting things that we're planning to do and we hope you like them. Uh, Just a reminder, we have a Patreon page now, patreon.com slash animation and beyond. If you like us, go give it a visit and consider donating to us. Anything helps and we really do appreciate it. But for now, we have a... Longtime favorite segment of ours, the trivia question. So Ezra, what is this episode's trivia question? What was Mario's original name? All right. So if you know the answer, give us a shout out on Facebook or send us an email at animationandbeyond at gmail.com and we'll give you a shout out. All right, Ezra, you want to hit us with that outro? Animation and Beyond is written and produced by Ezra Fieldsmeyer and Casey Cantrell with music by Noam Fieldsmeyer. We'd like to give a big thanks to the family and friends who have supported this podcast. Got a comment, question, or recommendation for future episodes? 
Let us know by leaving us a comment on our Facebook page or send us an email at animationbeyond at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and we'll see you on the next episode of Animation Beyond. Bye! See you later.